Lizzie's Reaction to the Letter It was so fascinating to watch Elizabeth's reaction to the letter unfold. I've broken it down into phases. In the first phase, she reads the letter through the filter of her own firmly established prejudices and rejects anything that does not accord with her pre-established beliefs. We are told, quote, with a strong prejudice against everything he might say, she began his account of what had happened at Netherfield. His belief of her sister's insensibility, she instantly resolved to be false, and his account of the real, the worst objections to the match made her too angry to have any wish of doing him justice. He expressed no regret for what he had done which satisfied her. His style was not penitent, but haughty. It was all pride and insolence." Unquote. The next phase comes when she has completed his account of what happened with Wickham, and it is characterized by denial. She is so horrified by the sheer possibility that there is any truth to it, she wants to deny it all, or if she can't do that, simply make it disappear. Quote, Astonishment, apprehension, and even horror oppressed her. She wished to discredit it entirely, repeatedly exclaiming, This must be false. This cannot be. This must be the grossest falsehood. And when she had gone through the whole letter, though scarcely knowing anything of the last page or two, put it hastily away, protesting that she would not regard it, that she would never look in it again. Unquote. Phase three is where we begin to see her strength of character, when she commits herself to careful deliberation in spite of her own feelings. Putting aside her prejudices and suppressing her shame, should his story prove to be true, she reads the letter through again. In the words of the novel, quote, Collecting herself as well as she could, she again began the mortifying perusal of all that related to Wickham, and commanded herself so far as to examine the meaning of every sentence. She put down the letter, weighed every circumstance with what she meant to be impartiality, deliberated on the probability of each statement, but with little success. On both sides, it was only assertion. Unquote. So, careful consideration yields only the conclusion that this is an unresolvable he-said-he-said he said conflict. But that brings us to the next, I think still more admirable phase, of earnest reflection and thoughtful integration. Elizabeth is painstakingly honest with herself as she reflects on her experiences in this new light. She realizes she knows nothing of Mr. Wickham's early life outside of what he has said about it himself. She realizes that she formed her judgment of his character on the basis of his amiable manners only, and that she cannot think of one example of goodness or trait of integrity to his credit. She faces the fact that she has no reason to discredit the word of Colonel Fitzwilliam, whom she has been invited to call upon as a witness. She recognizes upon reflection the impropriety of Wickham's communications to her when she was little more than a stranger. And she becomes conscious of his inconsistencies, such as when he said he will stand his ground against Darcy and then avoided seeing him at the Netherfield Ball. And the last is the most honorable phase of them all, unsparing self-censure. She says to herself very plainly, quote, how despicably I have acted. I, who have prided myself on my discernment. I, who have valued myself on my abilities, 
who have often disdained the generous candor of my sister and gratified my vanity in useless or blamable mistrust. How humiliating is this discovery! Yet, how just a humiliation! Had I been in love, I could not have been more wretchedly blind. But vanity, not love, has been my folly. Pleased with the preference of one, and offended by the neglect of the other, on the very beginning of our acquaintance, I have courted prepossession and ignorance, and driven reason away where either were concerned. Till this moment, I never knew myself. Unquote. We have watched her go from the grips of her prejudice to consciousness of it to its total repudiation. Perhaps she has been prejudiced, blind, despicable, and foolish. But she has faced her fault with commendable honesty and openness, and we have the sense that she will never fall prey to it again. She may never have known herself, but now the self she knows is a better one.